Welcome, welcome back, everybody, to another awesome episode of the Cannabis Chemistry Podcast. It is yours truly, Ryan, and today we are here for our Fittest at 40 series, Flower Power on Friday. You can call it whatever we'd like, but today we are talking about another topic that is near and dear to me, uh, for sure, and that is the um, age-defying benefits of yoga. And like I mentioned, um, definitely a, a topic that uh, as a lot of the topics we talk about on here, uh, near and dear to me, um, something that uh, I practice every day, and there's a reason for it, and I'll definitely, you know, I'll, I'll get into that. Uh, but before we start, I just want to thank you all for coming back. Um, it's it, it is still November, and it, you know we're grateful in November. I try and be grateful all the time, as much as I can. Why not, right? Um, so I want to thank you all for coming back. I want to, you know, just your kind words, and when you guys write in and. Talk to me about, you know, what you like or not like or uh, what you want to see more of and how much this content has helped you. It just, it drives us to, to keep doing more. Maybe not so much what you don't like. I mean, that doesn't really, it drives me to make better content for sure, right? And to be mindful of what I'm making. So I really do appreciate it all. So thanks guys. Um, even further, you know, share this with your friends, anybody that can be helped by this content. And please, please make sure if you really are enjoying this content, like the biggest thing you can do is just like it and give it a five star. Um, all that does is push us up to the top of the algorithms. When you do that, more people listen to us and the word of good cannabis use gets out. And that's what we want, right? That's what we're trying to do. Um, so uh, yes, today we're talking about a, a topic that's going to help you live better, a better quality of life. And it can help you live longer too, right? A longer quality of life for sure. Um and there's a lot of misconceptions, just like our buddy Cannabis, ton of misconceptions with, with yoga here. So I will jump right into it. Um, some common misconceptions, right? So we talk about yoga. Again, this is something for me that I didn't understand so much. Uh, I was always into like, reg, you know, typical sports that you get in, you know, rural and suburban America, like basketball, football, soccer, baseball, I played tennis. I was also on the school musical. On the school musical. I was in the school musical. Um, the lead, actually. Which was a lot of fun. Uh, but I never was into yoga. I never really did stretching either, as I talked about in the last episode. Um, but once I got into yoga, I very quickly realized why I needed to do more of it and why I needed to get more involved and, and really deepen my practice with it as well. Um, a lot of misconceptions. So let's start with those, right? Just like with cannabis. Yoga is only for flexible people. Wrong. I was very, very inflexible before I started yoga. Probably one of the most like non-flexible people on this planet. When I was younger, something happened with my knees where they would buckle when I would like bend them. And for years, I'm talking like 20, 25 years, I couldn't sit Indian style. Like I couldn't, like I was so not flexible, right? Um, these past five years, I've really, five, 10 years, I've really deepened that practice, right? Um, and I've become more flexible. And it feels really good to be flexible. It feels good to bend down and pick stuff up and not feel like you're stiff, right? Just simple things like that. Um, yoga is just stretching, kind of, but not really. Um, that's another misconception. It's, you know, incorporates, it's much more comprehensive than just stretching. It incorporates your strength building, breathing exercises, mindfulness and meditation, uh, really combining the mental and physical aspects of movement, right? And, and joining the two almost, which is which is great. Um, the other misconception is yoga is, you know, it's, it's easy and not a real workout. Well, those are for people, people saying that haven't done vinyasa yoga, right? Or power yoga. There are yoga practices out there that make you sweat 
and you feel really good afterwards. And if you've ever gone to one of those classes, you know how good you feel. It, it just is an amazing feeling when you're done. And if you ever walk into a yoga practice and you've never been to yoga and at your, you're walking in at the end, and you just see a bunch of people lying on the floor, you wouldn't believe what I'm saying right now. But they're lying on the floor after doing an amazing uh, workout and their bodies are just kind of feeling like this energy flow at that point, And it's called Shavasana. And definitely something uh, that I would recommend all of you try and experience if you can. It is a real workout. And at the end, it feels much different. I th- well, not much different. It, you still get that endorphin flow. But it's a different type, right? Like you're, you feel recuperated. You feel refreshed, right? You don't really feel beat down. It, it's a really nice way to feel. Um, yoga, often we hear that yoga is just for women. Uh, absolutely not the case. And I think that stigma is going away more as, as you know the years go by. Um, but if you still think that, I mean, that's just not something you should think. I mean, yeah, I guess traditionally we've seen more women go to yoga classes, but that's just because they're traditionally more open-minded about things like that, right? And I think that's changing, right? But um, yoga was always like like men and women. It wasn't just one or the other, right? So, uh, and by the way, if, if you are thinking that, and if you happen to not have a partner. I mean, this is one of those places where you may be able to meet that amazing person who is very holistic and and really believes in the better side of life that maybe you want to be, you know, living with. So just a thought, but you know, I'll I'll keep my thoughts, you know, out of your personal life otherwise. (laughs) Anyways, um, yoga is religious. That's another misconception. It is rooted in religion, Eastern religion for sure, Um, has, you know, ancient Indian philosophy roots and spiritual practices but definitely can be practiced independent of yoga. Um, I don't use it in that sense at all. I do have a background in understanding those philosophies, but I myself uh, don't think about that as I'm doing yoga specifically. I don't think about any of the religion behind it. Um, The other misconception is you need special gear to practice yoga. I go right from my high-intensity interval workout, which is in my house, um, and I go right into my yoga session. I don't change anything. I don't, you can use a mat. Um, you don't need one. I, I think it does help if you have one. I don't really use one, to be honest. Um, but I probably, when we move to the new house, I will be using a mat. Um, just because the floor would require that, I think. But that's what you got to do. You got to look at your situation and just kind of see. But otherwise, you can start yoga just like that. You don't need um, any special equipment for it at all. Uh, yoga is only for young people. Absolutely not. Yoga is for older people as well. Um, any age, anyone that wants to move and wants to feel good. And in fact, we're, this is this whole episode is, is going to be about, right? <laughs> uh, why yoga is a great option for you to keep moving as you age. Um, the other misconception I see is yoga doesn't help with weight loss. Uh, it's, it's not as high impact as other activities or forms of exercise, but consistent practice can really aid in weight loss management by building muscle and improving your metabolism. Uh, Also reducing stress, right? We know that stress will increase your cortisol levels, which definitely does not help with weight loss and actually uh, causes weight gain, right? Um, Also, uh, when you reduce your stress habits, you eat better. So you tend to, at least. And that's something else to consider, right? So (laughs) <laughs> those are some misconceptions. But okay, so those are the misconceptions. But why choose yoga? Why should you sit here and listen to me talk today about why this is something that you know is that you should be incorporating into your life? Well, I'm talking about it in a few different ways. The the one way of this episode is how can we use yoga to gracefully age? Right. Um, 
and and I don't any age you start yoga. I mean, people, I hope my kids. You know, I do it with my kids. They're five and six years old, and I hope it's a practice that. And I wish I started then, right? And I hope it's a practice that they maintain doing like all the way through their their years as well, just like I plan to do. Um, it's a low impact with a lot low impact exercise with a lot of benefit, right? And this low impact nature does make it ideal for beginners or anyone with joint concerns. It could be elderly, um, older people as well. I even have joint concerns and I'm just almost 40 years old as we know. Uh, but I can feel that as well. And, and the good yoga practice is just so nice for that situation. It's also so adaptable. It's not like, you know, basketball, you either, you know, you go out and play with a group of people and you play one way or you don't, right? And different skill sets or whatnot. But, um, you know, yoga, each pose has a different modification that you can look at uh, that may fit your needs a little bit better and, and your skill set too, right? Um, obviously, with the adaptability, you know, you can also do yoga in different places. You can do it in a chair, you can do it in tight places. So it's a much more... Um, it's a mobile and easy way to get in your movement, right? Uh, the other reason why we're looking at yoga for benefits is obviously it enhances your flexibility, your balance, and your strength. So um, through those slow movements and the deep breathing, it increases the blood flow, warms up your muscles, and by holding those poses, you can build your strength and your joint health as well. And it really just aids in building that overall muscular um, structure that you need. And it maintains it too. I mean, I, that's kind of what I find. Like if I'm working out really hard, the yoga practice just helps me just kind of like if I don't finish a workout and if, if I have not done, if I finish a workout and I haven't done yoga, I, there's something incomplete. It kind of like you do the hard workout and then you 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 kind of close your body up with a nice yoga session, like a stretching or a yoga session. And I find that if I don't do that, I'm much more sore afterwards and I don't move as well. I'm also a little more agitated slightly, I find also. Um, yoga really, uh, and I always end my, my workout sessions with yoga because it's just a great way to cap it off. Um, that joint flexibility and reducing pain. So, uh, you know, simple movements like wrist or ankle rotations can increase synovial fluid, which can lead to greater mobility and less pain. Um, which can help maintain that joint flexibility, reduce comfort. And gentle yoga, which is a thing, has been shown to ease that discomfort and tender. Um, in like the tender, like swollen joints, particularly those that have arthritis, right? So if you have arthritis, that's often, you know, what you're going to be complaining about. I mean, that's the point of it, right? Um, that regular movement and moving that synovial fluid around to help, you know, assist with with that movement is going to kind of maintain regularity in movement as well. And it won't be, it's like, you know, if you have a truck sitting in a yard for two years and you turn it on or you try to, it may not even turn on, right? Like it's just been sitting there. But if you keep moving and if you do it in ways that are like almost stretching the boundaries for your body, but not too much, if you just kind of you know, this is like anything in life. You stretch that boundary a little bit and you get better every time. You start noticing you get more lean, like just more limber every time too. And you just get better. That's how you, you know, you prove every time. Um, and then, you know, that's, that's the other point, like countering a sedentary lifestyle, lifestyle, right? So a sedentary lifestyle can lead to poor posture, 
higher stress levels like we talked about, if I just sit in my chair all day because I do work from home, if I just sit in my chair, it's it's um, it's never a better day. <laughs> I guess we'll just we'll, we'll put it that way. Um, and I do find myself, you know, getting up and doing stretches every hour or two, uh, doing some hangs on my hang bar. It's the pull-up bar that I have over here, but um, I like hanging on that just to just to keep like movement, stretching in my joints and muscles. So that way, you know, I, I don't have those effects of just sitting all day and, and not doing anything about it, which will become a much stiffer, more sedentary lifestyle moving forward. And I just don't want that. What what stays, what's in motion stays in motion, right? Like that's an old physics um, law that a lot of people know. It's one of the you know, most famous laws in physics. What's in motion stays in motion. What's at rest stays at rest, Right. So we want to stay in motion. And even if you, like, there's been so many moments I can't even, I can't even do an exercise or I can't do back exercises or shoulder exercises because of an injury of some sort, but I can always do yoga, right? I can always, I can always like push my body in that sense and I can get a little sweat out of it. I can feel really good and get a nice stretch. Not so great, as great, I should say, for losing weight. If you're looking to like do high intensity type intervals, gain a lot of muscle strength, that's not going to really get you there, but you can do power yoga, vinyasa yoga, and you will gain strength and you will sweat. Um, I think it's super effective. It's a great way that I typically will go on a break from working out. I'll just do yoga for a week or two and I just feel a lot better. Um, and I plan to probably do more yoga as I age. (laughs) I mean, that's just what's going to happen, right? Uh, that's just, you know, and, and, you know, when you're doing yoga, you're, you're, you know, stretching the spine, you're opening up the hips and chest, you're promoting better posture as well. And that, that is something that, you know, we have concerns with as we age, right? Like getting, making sure that you maintain good posture. So uh, the the other thing too, is maintaining mental clarity and stress management. Yoga definitely assists with that. Um, Like I mentioned, you know, I, I, I notice it every time I do it. When I'm even today, did I was I was a little moody this morning, and I knew that, um, which is a good thing when you know that you're moody when you're moody. Because if you don't know when you're moody when you're moody, you find out by other people after you've offended them, and that sucks, right? <laughs> so when you're moody, you, hopefully, and that takes practice and meditation, right, to to see these different changes. And so we talk about it on here. But um, I had I was a little moody today, but um, it definitely helps, like you know, when you go through that, it creates like level of calmness after your practice, you increase your body awareness. When you start scanning your body and like focusing on maintaining a pose and, you know, as you're, you, you got your, your legs in this position, that position, your arms are in that position and this position, you can't, you know, you, you start twisting yourself up in a pretzel. It's hard to start thinking about what you need to do later on in the day, what happened before or last night. You, you kind of only have a choice to just sit there and focus on what you're doing unless you want to fall down. It's one of the reasons I used to love boxing because if you weren't focusing on the present moment, you get punched in the face. And it was a form of very extreme meditation for me, <laughs> right? Um, boxing is an odd form of meditation, but it is definitely an effective form of, uh, of meditation. But yeah, you know, making sure that when you're aging, you do go through a lot of stress. There's a lot of changes that happen. Um, you're thinking about life more right? Especially around the thirties and forties. You're like, what what the hell am I doing here? What am I supposed to be doing? Right? There's a level of stress that goes into that. And so we want to maintain that. We want to make sure that we're, we're, you know, treating our body well. Um, and that comes with making sure that we're moving it and, and we're keeping it healthy and greased up essentially. And so there's different styles of yoga that I talked about before, right? The really common one is Hatha yoga. 
Um, it's like a gentle, really suitable um, form for beginners. So something you may want to try. Uh, there's yin yoga, which is a little bit more meditative, also very calming form as well. Uh, poses are held for longer periods, a little bit more static. Um, ideal for uh, maybe like more deep tissue type stretching or relaxation. And then you have vinyasa yoga, um, which is what I do every day. I do a little bit of yin yoga as well at night, but vinyasa yoga um, is dynamic and it involves like different poses, like like s- smoothly flowing through those poses from one to another. And then, you know, getting a nice sweat out of it, right? It's for people that are looking to kind of bridge the gap between getting a nice workout, but also getting the benefits of yoga. And that's what I love. So I, I really enjoy doing that every day. Um, I typically am going to do a yoga practice before I will do like a strength training practice, just because of the the um, the fact that it gives me a little bit of everything, right? If I'm short on time, I can get my mental, my physical, I can get everything in just from one quick practice. Um, so like, what's the best style for like aging? Totally debatable. I mean, who knows, <laughs> right? But like, it's up to you, right? What is it that, what is it that you need for yourself? There is no age number and style that corresponds to that, right? Like 40 people at 40 don't all of a sudden start doing Hatha yoga or like, like vinyasa yoga or something. It, it's what you feel. So like, sometimes I feel like vinyasa and even if I don't feel like vinyasa, I will go into it if I can, right? If I if if I'm not feeling vinyasa because I have an injury and I'm like I can't do this cuz I got to do something real easy today, which isn't very common, but it does happen, then I won't do vinyasa, but I almost always will do some vinyasa in the morning just to make sure that, you know, I'm I'm energized and I have a really nice like brain like headspace going into the day and and that's what I want, right? Um and then obviously at night I won't do vinyasa because I want to chill out and I want to sleep and I want to get my like my body ready for a really nice relaxing evening, right? And that's that's the beauty of yoga is that you can stretching kind of does one thing, right? You have dynamic stretching and static stretching, which is kind of like vinyasa and, and uh, yin yoga. But what you add in yoga is the mental piece, right? Like you're, the focus on the the emotion mental aspect of the stretching, and I think. That is really the biggest difference uh, between the two is, and, and also the, um, you tend to, I guess in yoga, you tend to be more easily put in more sophisticated stretches. Whereas in stretching, a lot of people will stick to like very basic stretches and you can go to places like stretch lab and whatnot that um, do have more advanced forms, but uh, yoga just has it. And, and that's why it's, it's so easy to kind of pick it up and get a lot out of it. Mental, physical, a good, like, like good like mind body connection happening, right? When you do that. Um, so big question, how can cannabis assist? Um, geez. I mean, sometimes, you know, at least every day I like to go into, if I go into a yoga practice and I'm not, and I'm thinking, right. And I'm, I'm thinking, um, too many different things. My yoga practice is never better at the end of that. Right. Like if I'm, if my, if I'm thinking about the past, I'm thinking about the future, I'm just not focusing on the current moment, then my yoga practice, I'm going to, I'm going to come out of the yoga practice. I'm going to be like, damn it. All I did was think about all my problems. And, and so I typically, you know, depending on the time, like if I have a lot going on in my life, what cannabis helps me do is just slow my mind down and just focus on like, like not care as much about what's happening in the future and what has happened in the past and just care about right now? And like, what is it that in my earbuds, what are my earbuds, that trainer in my earbuds, what are they telling me to do right now? And why are they telling me to do it? And am I doing it? 
right? And that includes physical and like what you're doing physically, but also what thoughts are you thinking or not thinking, right? And and they yoga includes all of that. So cannabis helps me just focus on that part of yoga. And when you do that, I, I just keep saying, to my, it's so easy to let your mind run, but I just keep saying to myself, you know, like whether it's meditation or yoga, only 10 minutes, only 15 minutes, like give yourself those 10, 15 minutes, just give it to yourself. And you'll thank yourself, right? Like it's all you're asking your body to do is 10, 15 minutes of focused, like effort on mind, body wellness. And if you can do that, um, it's amazing how much better your day ends up being and opposed to not doing that. So um, cannabis helps with that part of it for me. Uh, If there's any pains or whatnot, like it can assist with that as well. But typically I use it more to just not get like, I don't need it for yoga, right? But it's just to appreciate my practice more a lot of the times and to get more out of it. And and that's really what it is for me. Um, it's not so much helping me with my pain so I can do yoga. It's more about getting more out of it mentally and emotionally, really. Um, and physically, because you do end up di- like setting into, you know, to, um, to poses longer, you'd sit in them a little bit longer. So that does happen for sure. Uh, and cannabis helps with that. So for strains, I'll, I'll usually do hybrids when I get into yoga. Um, if I'm dealing with a lot of mental, like my mind is running, then I'll switch to make, well, I'll add, I'll say some CBD or CBG, both. I have both right now. Um, but I do like a hybrid sativa leaning hybrid, or if it's nighttime, indigo leaning hybrid, um, to really help with that mental, physical, uh, just focus, right? Cause that, that's what would help you do. And you feel it in your mind, you feel it in your body, you get more into it. Um, and that's what I love about cannabis is that you're not like forgetting what's happening in the moment. You're, you're so much more focused on what's happening in the current moment. And we need more of that. We need less of like, you know, you drink alcohol and you forget what's happening around you. You, you wake up and you don't remember, you don't, you literally can do the dumbest thing or, or anything. And you just don't even remember if you drank too much alcohol where just all cannabis does, it makes you more present on what you're doing. And I, I always compare those two just because I think today we do that so often anyways. So I like to do it myself. But with cannabis, I just notice like, you know, you're, you're just being able to to utilize it to focus more on what's what you're trying to do to make yourself better is the best way to use it as a tool, a supporting actor. And again, that's the point of these Fitness at 40 episodes is that we're talking about cannabis in that, in that way as a supporting actor. So look at hybrid strains for sure. Um, like some CBD, right? Like I, I like adding that, especially if your mind is running and you can't get to stop at both at CBD and hybrid strains, right? It'll, it'll make you feel good. Um, and so how do you get started? Well, if you're already familiar with yoga, you can, you know, do stuff online. There's online yoga. Um, I use an app called Aptive, A-A-P-T-I-V, Aptive. I uh, just go to the app store and download it. And it's great. I've been using that for literally years. I've probably talked to you guys about it here before. Um, it's just, it has all kinds of different sessions, long sessions, short, short sessions, yoga, stretching, meditation, running, weightlifting. I mean, it's got the whole thing with great trainers and great music to motivate you. So, um, that's what I use. Now you can be any level they say, uh, so you can be a beginner or you can be advanced. I do think if you've never done yoga before, it is helpful to, to like go to a studio and have somebody correct your pose and whatnot. But after you do that, um, whether it's that or working out, whatever it is, 
not that you don't need it, but you can take that practice home and you can, you know, this is what I've done for years now. I just do my yoga practice at home by myself. So, um, definitely options. Uh, but, but I would say depending on your skill level, that is what you can consider. So anywho, that's all I got for today. Um, I think it's a really cool topic because uh, it's it's a lot of misconceptions with yoga and a lot of people just don't understand it, but people are getting more interested um, and there's a lot of reason for that. And so hopefully for a lot of those reasons I just discussed, uh, you guys um, kind of take that, those nuggets of information back with you and do something with it. Try some yoga <laughs> if you haven't. But anyways, guys, thank you so much. Um, really appreciate your time today. And, uh, and we are going to be back for another episode um, this week on the snippets and then next week with our flagship show. And then we'll be back another episode here, Fitness at 40 episode on the Cannabis Connoisseur podcast. Thank you guys so much. And I will see you again next week. Stay well. Peace. listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna 
Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canada podcasters right here on PodConnex and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.